family connections in Gaza. Uh, did, did you have any indication of what was going to happen uh, 10 days ago, two weeks ago? What an asshole! We'll tear your soul apart. Hello and welcome to Pod Culture Vultures. Fuck me till I fart. With me, your chubby, cheeky, chappy Dino, and joined with me, as always, is me hetero life mate, Keverini Beardface. How's it hanging, love? Lovely, very nice indeed. Sweet. But just as I say, speaking of Rudger Hauer, I watched um, the Hitch. Is it? The Hitcher. Oh, the Hitcher, what the original one? Yeah, well, I've watched the both actually, what, but um, what of CNBM, Sean Bean, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I hadn't seen it before, and I got it, and I thought I'd give it a go. It's really good. He's really fucking menacing in it. Yeah, the the, the Rooker Howard one. The Rooker Howard yeah, yeah, one, yeah. yeah. It's um, C. Thomas Howe. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, but then obviously at the end. Is a fucking horrendous because he's got that the bird, the girl. Sorry, is um. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen this, <laughs> you gotta drop that shit in, mate. Because it's yeah, like, I know. Uh, people yeah, listening right. to this and like, oh, what the fuck would I actually want to watch it now? <laughs> yeah, or maybe that's why they listen to the podcast <laughs> because you give everything away. <laughs> it saves them sitting down for like ninety minutes to two hours. Then you just wraps it all up. In the like only thing, the thing seconds. is, I think it's gonna be. It's quite an old film, isn't it? It's 80s. Yeah. Anyway, in the end, Rutger Howe's got C. Thomas Howe's girlfriend, but he has literally only just met her, but still. He's got her tied in between a truck and Sunny House by chains, and he's pulling her pulling her apart. apart. Yeah. And then, obviously, you think, oh, she's going to get out of it, and then you don't see anything, but he does do it. Yeah. Basically, well, I was going to say on the remake of the Sean Bean one, which I thought was really good as well. I thought Bean was uh, quite good as that cast as that character, but at the end of that one, it's like a role reversal. So they've got the geezer in the same situation. So he's in between, oh, right, yeah. in between the truck and the other thing on chains. But when he does it on that and pulls away, it cuts to him, and you actually see him torn in half, which obviously is because it's. The remake, they need it to be a bit more gratuitous. Yeah. But I also think, right, they've used it as a bloke mm. to make it less offensive. And I thought, that's pretty sexist, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I also watched um, The Hitchhiker 2. <laughs> which was the Hitchhiker 2? The Hitcher 2, yeah. The Hitcher 2. The right. Hitcher 2, sorry. The sequel to the original C. Thomas Howe. Yeah. So C. Thomas Howe's in it, yeah. right? And I think it was done in the 2000s so it's he's the same character it's gone on a bit longer and uh, the hitcher in that one is Jake Boosie brilliant brilliant <laughs> proper <laughs> nutcase in contact yeah yeah <laughs> fucking Jake Boosie, Boosie with all the teeth Jake Boosie. Boosie yeah so what's that the other thing that I watched which um, 
I thought was better than I expected it to be, because I had it on the list for ages. I thought, what should I eat? Is um, the the fanatic, the John Travolta one. Travolta. Where he's got the bowl haircut. Yeah. Yeah, and the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, written, directed, and produced by the one and only Fred Durst from the Limpiest of Biscuits. <laughs> your red cap. <laughs> but it's just your phone. You watch it at the beginning. Um, written by Fred Durst, <laughs> directed by Fred Durst. Produced by Durst. <laughs> A Durst production. Does he sing the theme tune? Oh, it's no. It's got a score. The only time is when. Uh, the guy that plays the actor that Travolta was supposed to be the fan of yeah. is um, the bloke who was Stan in the Eminem video. I can't remember what his name is. He's been in quite oh, a lot of stuff know, now. Yeah, I know who you mean, yeah. Because he was in the first um, Final Destination. That's right, yeah, that's it. So it's him, but he gets in the car of his son and he goes, let's crank, crank some Limp biscuit." Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so he, he did actually have to get it in there, did Oh, yeah. What was it rolled in? I can't remember which one it was. Oh, this is my favourite yeah. of my own tracks. Crank it. <laughs> so, yeah, he's in it. But um, John Travolta is a really different, really different character for him because uh, obviously he's obsessed with celebrities and collects um, signatures and all that sort of thing. But he's he's blatantly got Asperger's or autism or something. Yeah. But... You have to. Diversity. I don't want to um, spoil it, but it's really good. The only the only thing I thought was the ending's a little bit. It seems to be a little bit rushed and not as thought out as it could have been. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is it's definitely worth watching. Okay, yeah, I think it's got really it got really poor reviews, didn't it? But maybe again, one of those films you go in with no expectations. You never know what might. I just think with, with regard, I can see why it would have got bad reviews because. The people that review it would have just seen who wrote and directed it. Yeah. And they don't like Durst anyway. No. They got it in for that red cap. No, yeah, got. It's like what's his name? Is it Wes Borland, the guitarist? Yeah. I was listening to him on an interview a while ago, and he said, he said Fred gets more shit than Vanilla Ice yeah. <laughs> for his raps, and yeah. it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. He didn't have no red cap when we saw him. No. What shall we talk about? Hellraiser. Raise that hell. We will tear your soul apart. Tear your fucking asshole apart. Yeah, Hellraiser. So Clive Baker. Barker. Barker. That's what I said. Clive Baker's the other one. Clive Clive Baker. Baker. No, Clive Baker. Barker. Who was the famous Clive on the TV back in the eighties? Clive. <laughs> Just Clive. Nobody's called no, Clive. Clive Anderson. Clive Anderson. Was it? I'm thinking of someone else. Clive. Clive is one of those names which has been lost forever because nobody names their child Clive. Just like nobody names their child Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or Stuart. Or um, Graham. You know. These are names that are lost. I mean, maybe it's one that will like, come around. Maybe in about... Harold. Harold. Albert. Albert. I know some of those come back, Albie. Yeah, but Glenn doesn't. Bert. Or Ian. You know? It's the shortened name of it. Like Albert. And it's just called him Bert. It's a kid called Bert. All right, Bert. Bert. Albie. <laughs> <Yeah>. Albie Littlewood. <laughs> Albie Littlewood, 
Hello, Bert. Bert, feed me. Trapdoor. Classic. Trapdoor, yes. Anyway, we can't digress. Well, because we'll be here all bloody day. Hellraiser. That's right. 87. 87, Clive yeah. Clive Barker, written, wrote the screenplay, directed the screenplay, produced the screenplay, wrote the book. Busy B, Yeah, it? very, it's very... Dark. Well, it is dark. It's but, gruesome. But what I'm saying is his stuff is very sort of bondage Really, I thought you were going to say Bond at first. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very, yeah, it's like a dark pinhead. Ian Fleming, Ian double O pinhead, <laughs> double O pinhead, double O wrong. Yeah. Well, there's pinhead, Clive pinhead, <laughs> Clive pinhead. I bet there is a Clive pinhead around here, but definitely not born in the last 20 years. I can only when it's Clive, I can only think of Derek and Clive with uh, Clippy. with um, Peter Cook and Dudley Moore oh, just yeah, swearing yeah. on tape, yeah. <laughs> Well, there is some swearing in this song, but not in the same sort of genre vein. But yeah, it's it's very bondagey, but say say the sadomas. What do you say? Sado Mas Yeah. Sado masochistic. Yeah. Because it's it's a lot of chains and like. Well, the the the. We'll just skip ahead quickly just to finish what we're talking about here because people are probably getting really fucking confused because I mean, even I'm getting confused, but it's... Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry. No, no disrespect, yeah. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> but it's... Uh, it, when they go through the gateway, it's the it, it's the uh, the blend of pain and pleasure, isn't it? So the bondage yeah. being that what could be um, perceived as being painful can also be pleasurable at the same time. Um yeah. Any of those um, pervy little bastards who like playing around with rubber masks and tickling one's fancy whilst having their them skin with... peeled off. Like, well, yeah, being hooked. Hooked by the ankles. Hooked by the ankles. But what's it all about? So, you're going to have to guide me a little bit on this one because I haven't watched what, it. What, like Obi Wan? No, the, what's the what's the, the jigsaw called? The, the square? The, the, the cube? Cube. Oh, I watched that again the other day. That was brilliant. Huh? You seen Cube? No. You never seen Cube? Oh, you like that? That's really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I won't digress. Anyway, so back to yeah. So it's um, I mean, do you know, what? I I don't know. I mean, there there probably is a name for it now. But that's, yeah, it's like it's, a it's like a puzzle, isn't it? That open. It's it's basically. I think the, they just do they do refer to it as the puzzle, don't they? And it's a portal to hell. Well, it's a portal to either heaven or hell, really, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's a, it depends on your fancy. soul. Well, yeah, you fancy going back to... It well, isn't it this girl's uncle? Yeah, so it's... It, so it starts with a guy... It's English, guy, it's English by the way, isn't it? Yeah, but it's well. supposed to be American, isn't it? But... It's very English. Well, look, I, I, see, I, I, I thought it's supposed to be American because some of the characters are American or speak with American accents, which slip into English because they are mm. English. And but every now and again, it's like they'll be walking down the street, and you're like, "That's bang on England in the eighties." That is. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. And I, the house, the house is very British, and because it's up in the attic, isn't it? The, well, the, 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 yeah, the, in in this house, like the the where the portal, the gateway has to be, is in this one room. But yeah, I don't know. I just I felt I thought it was supposed to be trying to be American, and they were masking it because it was a British production film in yeah. Chiswick or something like that. But <laughs> but a bit like um, a bit like 
and nowhere near as good in in this sense, like Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket, because yeah. at that point Kubrick had moved to the UK and he only made his movies in the UK in the UK. Yeah, and Full Metal Jacket is 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 all made in in Great Britain, and, and there's that. It's very clever the way he's done it, but, the, but for me, I thought the real giveaway was when they're doing the training and they're running through the barracks. All of the buildings are just quintessentially British of that. Yeah. Um, but with this one, yeah. So, um, so it starts with a guy, uh, Uncle Frank, That's and it. he uncle practices an uncle. this this box from an Asian fellow who's asking, you know, what's your pleasure? He's, he, you yeah. know, he, he's selling his box. Could possibly even be the same Asian guy that sells uh, the mugwai in Kremlins. It could be, yeah, mm. or Egg Shen. Um, eggshell, eggshell, but yeah, he asks him what his pleasure is, and he sells his box. But again, I'm again, this and he is... says birds and curry, but I ain't got time to chit chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I've got the sense I thought it was maybe somewhere in Turkey because they're drinking the, the Turkish tea, aren't they? With the yeah, with 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 the, with the with the sugar cubes and stuff. So anyway, he he buys this cube, and he goes off, and then it's it cuts to like some sort of ritual. He's so basically, he's aware of this 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 cube, which has this portal to another dimension, which will give him both pleasure and pain. Because as you find out later on in the film, he's a bit of a rampant pervert. And um, <laughs> but I think he because he has he has a dark soul. He opens mm. up like the hell version of it, and then basically, you know, all these chains and hooks spring out, hook him up, and rip him apart. His so his up. his soul gets sent to hell. Mm. And then it cuts to a couple of right old blow, you know, Nicky Clark hair blow dried yuppies <laughs> who yeah. come into this this gaff, and yeah. it's the uh, I can't even remember the character's name, but the, the the dad of the family. It's it's his. He's inherited this house, isn't he, from his yeah. his late mother, and you know, but Frank's isn't dis- Frank's disappeared? Frank's his brother. Frank's the brother, but he's been carrying on with his brother's missus. So you got, so yes, yeah, so you've got the, so you got, let's say, the, you got the dad, the daughter, and the stepmom. Yeah. And then the dad's brother is Frank. Yeah. But Frank was having an affair with the stepmom. Yeah. And she's like banging into him. So she, so when they move into this house, she doesn't really want to be there and then realizes that Frank kind of on and off all the time, but he's been squatting there. And that sort of rekindles a and bit of a flame. She thought she'd do a bit of a squatting situation. Because of squatting. Yeah, well, she goes for, she finds photos and finds a photo of him and she fantasises about him every now and again. But but where he's where Frank is open, uh, open used this, this box to open, open a doorway to hell, yeah. it has to be within this room. It's almost like the room is a portal as well. The attic, isn't it? Like uh, the, the, sorry, the, the attic. The attic. Yeah. And this portal that he goes through takes him to these... People called Demite. Dem- no, they're, they're called the Cenobites. Cenobites, that's yeah. it. So he gets. So really, what the film ends up being is, he goes to hell, mm. and he you don't see it in there, but he he eludes the Cenobites, has taken the box, and has found a way of coming back out of hell into the real world. In order to do that, and that's. In order to do that, he needs to regenerate his body because it's been ripped apart. Yeah. And uh, to do that, he needs he needs the the blood and, and flesh of others to to, to regenerate his. That's and it all kickstarts as they move in. His brother cuts his hand on a nail, goes upstairs, 
the stepmom's like poncing around in the attic and he drops blood in this room. Yeah, and that's what, that's the that's the beginning of him being able to come back. That's the beginning of him like mm. um regenerating. Um, regenerating, yeah. And so he's trying to get back into the real world, but he's a real selfish character. He makes the stepmom believe that, that they can be together and all this lot. Well, you get to the guy around killing people. Yeah, so he's trying to, he's trying to uh, escape from these Cenobites. And then the daughter comes into the fold. And there's this real sort of weird relationship. But I don't, I, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think they really touch upon why the daughter and the mother don't get on. Because the, the mother fucking hates her. To the point where there's a really weird bit where she comes home, she sees the stepmom, stepmom lets her in. No, no, tell her lie, tell her no. no. <laughs> she turns up as they're move as they're moving in, and you got the two guys with the mattress like perving on the daughter and the, and the stepmom. Yeah. And she sort of comes in, and there's no one around, and she's like, you know, stepmom, stepmom, where are you? And she can hear footsteps and things moving around upstairs. Yeah. And she stands still, and then the camera just kind of like tracks upwards, and the stepmom's just stood there, like looking down, like, oh. <laughs> and then the she just cartridge. kind of, but then she does a little bit of like a Buffalo Bill, don't she? Because then she sort of does this like, scuffles backwards <laughs> into another room because she don't want to be heard. It's really weird. It is. Um, but then she's probably gone a bit. Do lally. But when. Uncle Frank is is regenerating and he's almost back, but he's not got any skin on him. She starts getting it on with him. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's gross. Yeah, he's uh. So basically, that that's what's happening throughout the film. So she's stepmom's helping the um Frank regenerate in regenerate his body back into the our world mm. um, by luring guys from bars. Back to the house in, you know, well, in their hope that they're gonna have a little bit of the old Alger father. Yeah. And she's, you know, bringing them in. She's luring him in, does them over the head with her hammer. Uncle Frank does his business, jabs the old fingers in, sucks them dry, and um, <laughs> yes, yeah, and that just, I mean, that that's pretty much most of the movie mm. until the daughter realizes. She, what is it? She, she realizes something's not quite up, isn't she? And Frank has killed his brother, and he's basically taken on his appearance, isn't he? Yeah. But yet she doesn't. It doesn't clock for her that when she's talking to her supposed dad, that he's just got all this weird fucking blood and gunge all around his head, and it's just something not quite off and. And he's not talking quite right. He's quite. He's being a bit over. Over. It's just weird, isn't he? He's like he's really pissed or something. And then, uh, so so basically, she finds out that she's been duped, and um, she she ends up in the attic, doesn't she, with Uncle Frank? And she, you know, he's going to basically use her as the, as the last, mm. the last personal last victim to basically to be 100% regenerated she chucks the old cube out of the out the window mm. she's on her toes down the old uh, stairs to Bedfordshire <coughs> out she goes and uh, then she ends up in a hospital yeah. and uh, and then she's playing around with the cube isn't it because didn't you find the doctor really weird like she wakes up and he sort of comes back like get back in your 
and your bed, you know. Yeah. It's not like, oh, how are you doing? There's no fucking bedside manner, is there? No, it's, it's some of the bits like that are very strange. But as I say, I think that's to do with Clive Barker's sort of weird journey that he takes you on. Or shit direction. Oh shit direction. But it is, as I say, it's one of those films that is very, to me, it's very sadomasochistic and based around bondage, really. Because and although on the on the cover and the poster of it, you've got Pinhead, who's the iconic um, sort of character from the film... Because he's not referred to as Pinhead, is he? Even no. In the credits, he's lead Cenobite. Lead Cenobite, yeah. But no, he's not referred to as Pinhead because he was called Pinhead outside of the film, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But they're not actually in it that much. They're not no, in they're it. Not. They're not on, they've not got a lot of screen time. And they don't... Do they come through into this realm? They do towards it. So when the daughter's in the hospital and the doctor says, yeah. you know, do you remember if anything she doesn't? Oh, you had this cube on you last night. Have a have a butcher's at this because it might bring something back. Yeah. That's when she opens the doorway and yeah. she goes into hell. And then she gets chased down the corridor by that like big old double ended worm thing. <laughs> and but then but then the Cenobites come out. So they are then going to claim her soul because she's brought them into the world. But then she says, "Hang on a minute, boys. I've got an even better idea for you. Don't take me." Yeah, I've got Uncle Frank. Frank. Yeah, yeah you he's, remember he's old... been taking a right piss out Shit of you, Frank, sons. Yeah. Old Frank Cotton, yeah. you know, you know, son Frankie to uh, yeah. dot cotton. Yeah, I, how about how about we do the old switcheroo, <laughs> right? I'll Pit, lead you there, Pinhead. Let me have a little chatette, yeah, in your shell, like son. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. get you know. Get, get your filbert round this, yeah? He's been fucking well taking the piss out of you all over the fucking manor. Fucking ruly. Yeah, you've sent him down about it. He said I'm not having that and he comes back, who the fuck does he think he is? Yeah, you still think he's down there. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's up in this realm. He's actually done you up like a right old kipper. kipper. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, son, right? I'll tell yeah. you what, you and your posse. Let's do a little switcheroo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How about, right, I have it on my toes. I'll go back <laughs> home. I'll set it all up. You can take him instead of me. That's basically... All right. All right. We'll yeah. do that. Yeah. But they... It's a, a maybe, isn't it? Yeah. Because then they finally realise that this Frank has actually slipped out like a slippery fish. Yeah. They don't like that. No. Not up in their manner. Nobody no. escapes. No. no. And uh, that's when you get the old... Uh, basically, if you double-cross us, the famous line of... We will tear your soul apart! <laughs> yeah, and if you don't take his notice at that point, I don't know when will. So then he really shouts at Donnie. Ah! <laughs> Can't remember the guy that plays um, Pinhead. But who's, Doug uh, Bradley. He's a Liverpudlian. Scouser. He's a scouser, yeah. Because um, I think he is recognised in Liverpool for being Pinhead, even... Without that, because he's bald. Well, he said, yeah. he said he was in a line and. Uh, calm down, calm down. He's in the line You're once. <laughs> and. Um, oh, fucking hell. Ringo Starr was behind him. Yeah. And he said he went to him, Hey! Alright there, pinheads! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Ringo. <laughs> oh, he knows. Do one. Fucking Thomas the Tank. Thomas, yeah. Tank off. <laughs> yeah. 
But I think it's another one, which quite a lot of the people like Robert England, who played Freddy in that, sometimes when they go back to their trailer or wherever they're going, they forget they've got the makeup on and scare the shit out of themselves when they look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Go blind me! Fuck! Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just yeah. me, it's just yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so she she manages to get back in the house and there's there's this this is there's a scene where it's it's a very it's it's cat and mouse isn't it because mm. she comes home and she wants she's discovered these things the, the portal of hell and basically she has this plan to leave mm. the cenobites there going back to what i was saying earlier on where she's having that conversation with what she thinks is her dad and he's got all this gunge and stuff around the head and it's really frank then then he basically says no I'm, no, she realizes he's Frank, and then he says to the old mum, the stepmom, "Let's go show, go show her." And uh, she gets freaked out, runs downstairs, runs downstairs, and then he, uh, what is it he does? He, I think he tries to. Oh no, sorry, I'm losing track a bit. No, that's when that's when he gives himself away, isn't it? Because he that's it. He says he says, "Come to me, you know, come to yeah. your daddy or something." And then she's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, it's it's really you." And then it's this funny moment where she tries to run, she runs past him to get away, but runs up the stairs. The stepmom grabs hold of her. It's like, oh, I've got her, I've got her. And Frank comes up, and as he goes to stab the daughter, the daughter moves out of the way. He does the old yeah. stepmom in the gut. Yeah. <gasps> and she's like, oh no, not me. And he's like, yeah, don't take it personally, baby. And then sucks the will off, <laughs> sucks her soul out of her. And she looks like something out of fucking, like, the Michael Jackson thriller video, don't she? And she's like, ah. <laughs> so she looks all lizard-fied but then there's a little cat and mouse scene where there's only like a few ha rooms up there but one room's got loads of storage in so the daughter goes up and she's hiding in there <laughs> and Frank comes in and he's trying to like find her but what I really liked about the that scene and, and, and the daughter is it's very rare that you get a character in a film in a really scary situation like that and yeah. the character looks absolutely petrified. petrified yeah. And she, and she really did. Because you know it's like sometimes it's just, you know, I mean, fuck me, if I was in that situation, I'd be shitting a brick. But sometimes it's just like <laughs> the character's just like, oh, yes, I'm a little bit scared. Oh, but fuck it. Let's get it on. Yeah, yeah that's because that is exactly how you know it's an English film. Mm. <laughs> mm, yes. And then, and then, then she sort of, yeah, then they end up in the attic space, the portal. And then mm. um, that's when uh, she gets the Cenobites to return. And then they're like, hello, Frankie boy. You're in trouble now, yeah. sausage. You see? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, I find it, it's, these films, like when we were watching them when we were kids, like they were horrific. And when you watch them now and you think they're quite satirical and comical. I yeah, I don't know if they were meant to be, but it's just that bit where... He tries to get her as she goes to leave the room and all the Cenobites are around. The chains and the hooks come in, hook him up, and they've hooked him up all around the yeah, face yeah, and, it's, and it's pulling all his face, face apart again. Yeah. But he says something like, it goes, oh, you see, it's a, there's a close-up and he's like licking his lips. He goes, Jesus wept. And then it just rips his head <laughs> off, like rips him a fucking butt. Yeah, but it's the way he's licking, like, Mah. But he's, uh, he's in the second one. Was he in? Uh, do you know? I can't remember because that's the one where they go into hell, isn't it? 
Is that the I one where it's, like, so. it's supposed to be like a maze? And the yeah. third one was with the geezer or J.P. Monroe. J.P. Monroe? Mm. There's a geezer at the beginning. He's the one who opens up the box in the doorway. I know it kind of got past it when they had the geezer with the CD face. Yeah, because I think, I think that might be it. Because I think they did the three movies because it's Hellraiser, Hellraiser 2. Is it Hellbound? No. It's Hellraiser. Hellbound might be the third one. The second one is, you know, they go in. And then I think after that, I think they did maybe two or three. It's other... about seven. Yeah, but they, they're more TV movies, aren't they? Yeah. And then you've got the remake, which came out recently. Have you seen that? No, I haven't watched it yet, because it's, it's been really shit-canned. And it's like, you, it's like better to, I don't want to go in thinking, oh, this is going to be shit. Because I know they've got a female pinhead. Yes, right. Only because when I when I was looking for it and it came because you know I I I didn't know that they did it it just it must have just gone under the radar for me and it came up on like Amazon or whatever it was and you know they play the trailer yeah and I thought well that looks actually quite interesting because they've put like sat with the Clive Barker original Doug Bradley just has that he's got his like his own voice not Scouse voice but he's just got like an English like medicine yeah. voice. Um, but with the new one, I think they, it sounds like they've put some sort of effect on her and right. she sounds really fucking horrible, but it looks, <laughs> and, and the box looked, it didn't look like a box. It looked like, like a longer version and it, I thought it just looked quite a dildo, like a fucking dildo. Yeah. That lights out your rumor. Yeah. Um, but it was, do you know what? It's, I haven't seen Hellraiser for a long time and it was one of those films where, yeah, you, you, I suppose quite classic eighties where. You know, you, you see the Cenobites at the beginning and you only see them at the end. And that's it. It's almost like they couldn't afford to do it. But where they, they don't have these, as you're in Search of Darkness poster there, like a lot of these characters, you don't see them a lot. But it wasn't... <sighs> it was... I mean, it's, it is quite crap. But it's not... I didn't think it was any worse than the last time I watched it, maybe 20 years ago, you know? like Sometimes we watch these films and we think, oh, we love them, but I mean, watching this time, we're like... <laughs> Garbage fucking. Yeah, go, yeah. Well, I didn't think that was great back in the day. <laughs> no, but, not a lot of it. You know, yeah. but I mean, just like some films we we review, you know, we we think, oh, crisis is shit. It is the second time, yeah. Or watching it as we're older, but with Hellraiser, it was just um, yeah. I think I mean I think it's all right actually. It's quite good. It's yeah. not. And it, I, I do it's love dark. that. It's yeah. very dark. Of um, it. It's kind of almost. It's uncomfortable to watch some of some of the mm. or you or that's what you think before you're gonna watch it. I know when it was on uh, video and stuff like that, it was always close up shot of Pinhead on yeah. the front, and that used to be quite a scary thing. Well, it is. I mean, even like looking at because you've got the, the the picture up there and you've got the figure. Out, I still think it's a very it's a very horrifying character. Well, the, the, geese with fucking nails all over his nuts. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's, it is like the, the bondage costume, you know, but yeah. then it's like the the horror part of it where, like, you know, he's got exposed parts of flesh and stuff. Like, the design yeah. of his character uh, and the other and the other Cenobites are absolutely brilliant. And I still think they really hold up now. And the same with, like, Freddy Krueger. And as we if we go through your, your collage there, it's... A lot of the classic ones are, yeah, really smart in terms of their design. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I recommend. 
Hellraiser for a Halloween movie Hellraiser I want you to tell all your friends about me where can they find us Kev Instagram Facebook Twitter and now Fred's any uh, emails or uh, recommendations, pop us over an electronic mail to podculturevultures at gmail.com. Beautiful. And please remember to subscribe, follow and rate and all the other business that goes with your social media claptrap. But until next time, catch you on a flippity flab. Gully bailu. that it? Did you do anything else? No, there's no more. Right then, we'll fuck off. This is great banter. It really is.